NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. So glad that you joined us. That same echo that we had a couple weeks ago, we have the echo back again. Phew, oh, I didn't hear double, oh, I didn't hear double Steve. Okay. Single Steve man, is good. Oh, man, it was like, wow, we had that, uh, but uh, we got we to we iron it out quickly, that's for sure. So uh, we are glad you've joined us talking sprint car racing. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm, I'm just, I'm spectacular. I've got, I've got Three sprint car races here in the month of April. Ah. I got the All Stars at Virginia Motor Speedway. I'm probably going to see Pete Walden down at Talladega, and I've got a World of Outlaw race in Kansas. Nice. And we even bumped into each other at Millbridge. How about that? Yeah. Isn't that the coolest it is. thing? It really we is. We are here in the Charlotte area, and those of you that follow the Outlaw Cart world and the Micro world, uh, you're familiar. Millbridge Speedway, which 15 years ago maybe existed, maybe didn't. And nobody uh, I went there with uh, Ray and my stepson probably 15 or 16 years ago, and it was, rough. It was in really rough shape. Rough shape. We had fun, it is, but it was really It is rough. spectacular now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is amazing what they've done to the facility, yep. the upgrade. The car count. The car count. The, I mean, it's just it's phenomenal. So, the yeah, egg it was hunt, cool. The adult egg hunt. Yes, the adult. Yeah, the moms, they, yeah, the they moms. Had moms have an egg hunt, which got interesting. Yes, yeah, exactly. there was some elbows up, but yeah. it was for alcohol. I mean, heck yeah, I know it was. It was uh, yeah, mom's Easter egg hunt for booze. <laughs> How about that? There you go. Does your track have that, ladies? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Ashley and Jeremy do a great job they do. over there. Um, it's embraced by the motorsports community. It's a reunion over yeah, there. Yeah, it was. I mean, you're the same way. It was like it was like you texted me or sent me a note that you were here, and I'm like, okay, but I, I was talking to um, Mike Larson. Yep. Because I haven't seen Mike it. since the yeah. since the COVID, I, and, and Mike Larson, Kyle's dad, is one of yeah. my favorite people on the planet. And we're just John, and you came up, and I'm like, sorry, Aaron, I talk to you every week. No <laughs> offense, but I get to see you. But and then you just leave, and you run into somebody else. Yep. You run into, so, and I saw you. You're running into people and everything. It's yeah. phenomenal. I, yeah, people I hadn't seen in years, even before COVID, because I don't go to the track. Yeah, all see, that, like see, NASCAR we, track. exactly. What there's a lot of crew chiefs, NASCAR crew chiefs, mm-hmm. the families race there. And we are not allowed in the NASCAR garage. COVID restrictions, and and that's fine. I'm I'm all on board with it. This 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 just is what it is. 
But this is where I get my crew chief time. Yeah. It was by going out and talking to different people. In the and racing, can we discuss? I mean, racing is phenomenal. Those kids are wheeling those it. Those kids are wheeling it. And then the 600 micros. I watched the, I went back Saturday night. They had a, they had a, they had 26 cars or 23 cars. They only start 16. So oh, good wow. heat races, good qualifying. I'm telling you, they go around that track, man, the micros do. But those kids in those box stocks. <laughs> I mean, they're all about three oh, feet gosh, tall they're in their three little feet, fire suits. Three feet tall and bulletproof. What's the old song? Ten foot tall and bulletproof? They're three feet yeah. tall and bulletproof. And then to watch Kyle Larson and Kyle Bush and, you know, watch know. the Isn't their reactions, great? you know, watching them be dad. Isn't that, isn't that great? I mean, it's yeah. Millbridge Speedway. If you're in the vicinity, uh, check the schedule. They don't run every week. I, I, I selfishly like it because they run Tuesday night with mm-hmm. the box stocks and one of the uh, in the open uh, outlaw carts. Wednesday night, they run the micros and one of the other open or the intermediate uh, outlaw cards. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just uh, so they run in the middle of the week, which for those of us in the NASCAR industry, that is great. Yeah, because then we're gone on the weekend. Um, and the you know crew chiefs get to be there. Crew with chiefs their get kids to be with the kids, and, yeah. and that's that's one of my favorite things yeah. watching the crew chiefs be dad. Yeah, uh, and not Kenny, just crew chiefs. There's oh, crew yeah. guys. And, oh yeah, exactly. Uh, Kenny Francis, a yep. friend of yours from over in the competition department, Hendrick Motorsports. He has yeah. got two racers on his hands. Oh yeah, he does. And uh, Kelly Earnhardt's got a racer. Kelly Earnhardt's got a little racer on his hand. We're going to do a little uh, Tales from the Road on Wyatt Miller as well. Oh, Kelly cracked me up. She was like, he's just so competitive. And I'm like, well, no wonder. Where did she get? Yeah. And then I watch her watching him run that heat race, and she's got her fists going. I'm like, huh, Apple doesn't fall apart. It's cool. It really is. So, yeah, it was great catching up with you then. Speaking of speedways, we're going to get into the Hefner Racing Products Hot Topics. (laughs) But speaking of speedways. This may very well be, I've said this, this may very well be, and it's probably not going to be the most talked about, but may be one of the neatest stories yes. of the year. Did you see this uh-huh. video? This is unreal. Arizona Speedway, okay? This is where that Wild West shootout happened in January, okay? Yep. The wonderful group of folks called the Arizona Stand uh, State, State Land Department, bureaucrats, Probably not even elected bureaucrats Mm-mm. that are that are charged by the by the elected officials to to manage things, which is the way our government works, and it's a major mess because a government agency that is not accountable to the people, only accountable to the politicians. Politicians, well, don't ask me. It was the EPA. Well, don't talk to me. It was this. This to me. Now I could be wrong, but it rings of that. The Arizona State Land Department. They decided that the facility and the noise it produced no longer fit into the neighboring development plans, and on March 17th, the track announced that on April 4th, they were done. Unreal Mm -hmm. to me. Unreal. The process is going on. People are raising holy hell with the Arizona State Land Department, apparently. Petitions are out there. Over 3,000 people called this organization. Probably in contrast to the six neighbors who were whining about the racetrack. Well, the promoter of the racetrack, he's kind of like, I love watching this happen. I don't expect anything to change, but I love watching this happen. In fact, so much so that on April 3rd, our last race, we want every division, every race car to come to the racetrack, take your mufflers off. No curfew, no time limit. We're just going to blow it out. You're going to run us out of here. We're at least going to make noise. Yeah. 6.30 at night, he's out there tilling the racetrack. His attorney calls. Y'all ain't going to believe this. We are staying open through the end of November. The 
Arizona State Land Department, not only has allowed them to stay open, is now opening. Apparently, the location of the racetrack is something that is not long-term going to work. Fine. But they are now charged, now we're working on finding areas that can be zoned for racetracks so that a new Arizona Speedway or whatever they want to call it can be built. Can't we just work together? Instead of just coming in and saying you shut yeah. down. Okay. So now, so here's the, this is this is great. The promoter gets up and he does it and he says, uh, his quote was, I'm not interested in crying in front of 4,000 people, but you guys did it. <laughs> and there apparently was some drivers that, that really spearheaded this because they joined him on the front stretch. It'll just look like normal opening ceremonies until That's they dropped awesome. the bomb and the place just went wild. It was unreal. They've got to take this week off. Because the track promoter and his family, knowing that the end of the line had been reached, got jobs. And they couldn't get out of their jobs, so they're going to their former future jobs this weekend. Giving their two weeks notice. Giving their two weeks notice. And then coming back to the racetrack in two weeks. How about, isn't that awesome? That is. That's uh, Yeah, I saw it on Facebook. I love, uh, you, you, I'm telling you what, politicians. Don't piss off race fans. You know, I mean, you it's know. It's nice to hear a story like that. How many yeah. racetracks have we heard of in our lifetime yes, that have been exactly. closed because, yeah. you know, it's built next mm-hmm. to an airport, but the neighbors are complaining about the cars. Yeah, and, exactly. I mean, that happened in Massachusetts, a little local track yeah. we built. And yeah. it's gone. It's gone. been closed And for they're years. gone, and they ain't, they ain't coming back. Yeah. Or, or very few like are coming you back. bought so. a house next to an airport that flies in giant military yeah. planes, but you're going to complain about. about the yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. We had one uh, Concord Speedway when I was doing some consulting over there. We had one where people were complaining about the racetrack, complaining about the racetrack. And so in the negotiations, the track um, the the track agreed that people needed to, for the course of the time, document when they heard the noise. Not one documentation yeah. was when anything we, was we happening at the track. We had Lincoln we had. They heard, yeah. They, yeah, they heard a truck going down the highway. Ah, that racetrack is going 1030 on a Tuesday morning. That racetrack is going <laughs> uh, 1030 on a Tuesday morning. No, there was nobody here. Yeah. Um, people are nuts. Mm. Uh, race fans can be just as nutty, it seems like, and maybe just got got up, got a little bit, uh, got a little burr under their saddle and got after it. So kudos to everyone at Arizona Speedway. Support your local racetrack. And when I say support them, go to the racetrack. Buy the food. Buy concessions. If you can't go to the racetrack, if they have a, an agreed pay-per-view deal, buy the pay-per-view deal. And if the racetrack ends up on the opposite side of some politicians, don't be scared to get out there and mix yeah. it up there as well. Look what happened to Arizona Speedway. I think about it as much for the track, but for the racers. Yeah. They invest all this in their car, and on March 17th, they're told, oh, thank oh, you. Yeah, yeah. You no longer have a track. A few races in, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Uh, not so fast. Good stuff. All right. Let's get to our after racing products, hot topics. Uh, they're brothers. I don't know if I have last week's hot topic notes, but they're probably about the same. <laughs> uh, Brad Sweet. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Now, now, Aaron, wasn't it about four weeks ago we were talking about six races, six faces, and how far yeah. this could go? And we hadn't and this heard is the much most from com- Brad yet. Right, and this yeah. is the most competitive season, and, you know, we're going to um, – Bradley has just kind of lost his mind now. He's kind of gone berserk on everybody. Yeah. Um, twice Save at the weekend at Peevely. At yeah. exactly. Yeah, so um, he was on our uh, television program and uh, feeling pretty good about where things are. We did that before the Peebly interview, or before the Peebly race. Um, another topic, Justin Peck. He had two wins in Pennsylvania. We talked about that. Uh, okay, All-Stars, open it up and uh, go to Attica and uh, dusting them off there, too. Yeah. Yeah. thing I like about this for Justin Peck is, 
and we had him on last week, yep. and he talked about the importance of Pennsylvania. And we understand the importance of Pennsylvania and running well. I think he or Blake Anderson said, look at Aaron Reitzel, made so yeah. much hay with the All-Stars in Pennsylvania. What I think, if you're Justin Peck, you're sitting there going, okay, we're good on the big half miles. But the dusty little Ohio bull ring, we're good at that, too. Yeah. Boy, that's good. That's and good there's news. that big word confidence that you win a few races yeah, in PA. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So good stuff. California, Justin Sanders, man, this cat is rolling. <laughs> we have reached out to this is twice because they swapped the Silver um, silver Cup yep. uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, he won Ocean and Placerville, and Justin works. And this just does not work for him. Um, I don't know what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, record sometime I may or have something, to, yeah. Well, or I may have to fly out there and uh, just see some races in person. Just have and, to. And do a little little quick interview on my phone with him. Just might have to do it. No, uh, Justin Sanders, so good. Port Royal, Lance, only his 117th win at Port Royal. <laughs> How many race car drivers in America have 117 wins? Period. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're talking a... A small, small list. And, and, oh, by the way, he's pretty good at some other tracks oh, yeah, around there. yeah, he's got a few at Williams Grove. few at Williams Grove also. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lance is doing Lance kind of things, okay? Uh, Keith Kaufman, 126. Yeah. Um, the original schedule that Lance laid out, he could not catch him if he won. He, and he's not going to win everything at Port. There's a lot of great races yeah. at Port. You, you don't just go there, I mean, and win every race. Now, I say that and... This could come back and bite me because it is Lance and those guys. Yeah. But still, even with the numbers this year, they couldn't catch Keith with what they planned on racing there. You got that little Tuscarora 50 that a few cars will show up for. Uh, the Wiker Memorial is an all-star race, so you've, Justin Peck's going to be there among yeah. others. You know? so, but still, really, really impressive. Lincoln Speedway, Billy Dietrich. We're going to talk to Billy on the program. Over in Ohio, Cole Duncan I last week, uh, and they lit me up pl- uh, positively on Twitter about saying, you know, like Cole Duncan at Atomic. Well, yeah. Cole Duncan at Atomic was Cole Duncan at Atomic, scored the win. We're going to have Cole on. Brock Martin won at Wayne County. Uh, ASCS Sooner and Warrior Ridge, and I watched some of this on Flo- or on uh, Racing Boys. Uh, Ryan Timms and Dylan Westbrook picked up the wins. So some really, really good racing out there. And, uh, boy, I was looking at this upcoming weekend. We are back to full strength mm-hmm. this coming weekend. I'm so excited about it. Really good stuff. I'm also excited. And uh, about the mule conversion kits at Hefner Racing Products. Uh, as a as a, a regular driver of a mule, I did it one Remember time. Remember that time you called them a bull? Yeah, I used to call them bulls. Yeah, I used to call them bulls. <laughs> and I now looked at you like, what are you like, talking about? You're like, what are you about? talking about? Yeah, I said, oh, those cards. And you said the mule? I said, yeah, exactly, like I said. Uh, the absolute number one pit utility vehicle in sprint car and midget racing is a custom mule conversion from HRP. It starts with a solid platform, dependable, great-looking Kawasaki mule. Customized and built to each customer's specifications. They have options like generator, air compressor, shock and radius rod racks, amazing toolboxes and drawers, LED lighting, walk-on roofs, and more. HRP Mule Conversions perform, outlast, and maintain their value better than any other utility vehicle. HRP Mules raising the standard again in pit utility vehicles. They raise the standard in everything. You can find out more at hrpracing.com. We talked a little bit about Justin Peck. Let's take a look at it and a listen to it here. This is Blake Anderson with the call on Flow Racing, the All-Stars at Attica Raceway Park. And now for the Dry Dean Deaf-Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. Justin Peck closing on Zeb-Wise. A pair of all-star young guns battling up front here at the Spring Nationals at Attica Raceway Park. Oh, my, Justin Peck. There goes Peck around the outside. You've got a new leader. That Deaf-Defying Move was brought to you by Dry Dean Diesel All-Deaf, the official deaf of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. 
Visit drydean.com for more information. For decades, Drydean Lubricants has been made in America and made to last, paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Drydean offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to Drydean.com. Drydean, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans everywhere. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules tires ride on our strength. Let's get right to it here. The Dry Dean Hotline is a busy place, uh, fresh off from a, another victory at uh, Atomic Speedway up in Chillicothe. I guess it's Waverly, Ohio, actually, technically. Is it? I yes, thought I always in, went by Chillicothe. Well, it's you know? in, it used to be called Chillicothe. Yeah, used to be I mean, I used to, just love to say it. But yeah. it's actually in Waverly, Ohio. Oh, wow. I know. Because I spent time at an Applebee's with, nearby with Tim Schaefer. Speaking Al Yeah, speaking, we learned to speak Your Al mentor. That He's night. a mentor. Yes, he was my mentor. Exactly. <laughs> Guy that needs no mentoring when it comes to Atomic Speedway is Cole Duncan, who joins us. Hello, Cole. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Hey, thank you guys for having me on. It's always a pleasure. It is a pleasure to chat with you. Um, Link or Lincoln Atomic Speedway always delivers for you, and uh, it seems like uh, Saturday night it was a, just another great run. Tell us about your run there on Saturday night. Yeah, um, you know Brad and crew at Atomic, I think put on some new clay over the off season and uh, did a really great job with it. Uh, had a just a really racy race track all night. Um, it was fast and time trials, and by the time the feature came, it was right up on the wall on a, on a pretty thin cushion, and then guys were making moves on the bottom, and and a lot of passing going on through the field. And, and uh, we uh, started off a little slow, um, didn't get a great start, and kind of filed in the line, had some cautions help us out, and was able to pick off some cars on some restarts, and then uh, finally got to Jack Soderman and and was able to get him before we got into lap traffic with 10 or so laps to go. So overall, it's just a great night for us. We've been uh, been fast but struggled uh, and tore up a couple race cars earlier in the year. So definitely good to get the monkey off your back and, and get to victory lane early in the season. Cole, the number of wins you have at Atomic is just incredible. What is it about the racetrack that, that suits your driving style? Is it confidence? And is it experience? Is, is there something specific that when you pull into that pit area, I mean, we all, everyone knows that you're, you're going to be one that they're aiming for, but is there something specific about the track that just works for you? Uh, it's all of the above. I have, obviously, a lot of laps there. It's my home track. Uh, it was my dad's home track, and I grew up watching him there. Um, but I just I really like high bank uh, momentum tracks, and it really doesn't get any more high banked and, and carry more momentum than you do at Atomic. So uh, I think that plays a big role into it. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's just a really cool track. No matter what the conditions are, it's always racy, always see passing, um, and it's typically at high speeds, which fans really enjoy. 
Cole, you had indicated, uh, and you mentioned something about this in Victory Lane on Saturday night as well, you had a rough start to the season, and you told us just a second ago you had a rough start. When you start off a season rough, do you do you question, do you wonder, do you circle a place like Atomic? Wow. How, what, what was it like going into Atomic, I guess, and what was your, what was your, your frame of mind knowing that, uh, that, that, that this is not the way things have been planned up until this point? Yeah, it's uh, definitely have atomic circle, especially if you're struggling because you know it's a it's a track that we've had a really good baseline for the last couple of years as far as setup goes and my confidence too. And uh, you know we had left Waynesfield the week before with the fast series and and they had a really good show there and uh, felt like we had a car to win and got tangled with lap car and and then uh, got into another mess later in the race with just a couple racing deals, but. Um, you know, it's, it's frustrating to tear up equipment and especially that early in the year. And we went to Florida and tore up some equipment. So, um, my confidence wasn't completely down because we had such a good race car at Waynesfield. Uh, but it was good to go back to Atomic and we were really looking forward to it, knowing that we have a good baseline there and, uh, knowing that if, if we do our job and, and put a whole night together that, um, you know, we should should be near the front or we expect to be. And, uh, so yeah, it's, it's definitely good. We like to go to atomic, um, anytime, but it's nice to go back when you're struggling, uh, just to kind of rehone skills on setup and, and from a confidence level for me as a driver too. Well, I think I read that you had said you went and tested a few weeks ago at atomic, a track that is so good to you. You've had so much success at, what do you, what do you test when you go to, you know, I, I often talk to drivers about this because I feel like testing in a sprint car is hard. The track conditions are never ideal for just one car. I'm not sure. Maybe there were more there that night. But what what are some of the things that you worked on? Were they minor setup changes? Was it trying to just get some new equipment broken? Like, what, what are some of the things that you, you might have spent your time on that night? Yeah, um, we, uh, we've been working a lot with shock packages lately with Matt Hummel and Factory Kane. And uh, I feel like that's made a big uh, advancement in our race team over the last couple of years. So, you know, you have such a long off season and uh, we just really, you, you kind of get some off the wall ideas and you get some things you think about and you'd want to try and this and that. And like you said, sometimes the track conditions don't allow for it. So when we went, you know, that it was an open practice for, you know, modifieds and late models, every, every other division that races there. So, we didn't get a ton of track time and uh track got pretty slick, pretty quick, just, um, you know, cause it was during the day. So we tried some, some shock stuff and, uh, ran two or three sessions and kind of learned what we felt like we could learn for the day and, and took the car down as well, a car that we hadn't raced yet this year. Um, so it all plays in, but it is definitely difficult. Um, cause you can't always get the exact conditions that, you're wanting to test something on and, and that's what makes sprint car racing really hard is when we get to a racetrack you know we have a two or three lap hot lap session is our practice and then you're rolling right into um events that really matter for the night so i uh, sometimes you get scared to, to test stuff at a real race not knowing if you're going to screw up the rest of your night for qualifying or whatever so it's just that all that stuff factors in when we go and 
Cole, as you roll along the ebbs and flows of racing, the wins, the high moments of the wins, the struggles like you talk about, I think you're probably blessed in that you're a second-generation racer and your father has seen it, done it, sold the T-shirts, bought the T-shirts, done everything, calls Fred Raymer when it's all over with and gets the, gets the perspective from Pennsylvania. But um, having someone like your dad, Rodney, there as well, is is that a, a a stabilizing factor with your program as well? Because you, you've got your experience, which is growing and great and present, but his experience, which is historic and great as well. Yeah, it's invaluable, you know. And uh, we do it as a whole family, you know. My my mom and dad, and my wife, and grandparents, and <laughs> and everybody, and that's what makes it fun for us. Um, you know, I enjoy driving other people's cars and and have had a little bit of success doing that too. But yeah, when, when it's us with our race team at the racetrack, um, it's invaluable to have him there. And, and we butt heads a lot too. You know, you can ask anybody that's around, it's all business when we're at the track and, uh, so we butt heads. And, but at the end of the day, um, when it's the 22 machine, we only have to answer to ourselves. And, uh, so we we give it our best shot. Everybody gives 110 percent all the time, and and uh, when that's what you're doing, that's all you can ask for out of anybody. And but it's you know it's good to have him around. It's good to have my whole family around. They support me a ton, and uh, it wouldn't be near as fun to do this without any of them. Cole, speaking of family, I think I read on social media that your your wife is an ICU nurse, so she's a she's a true hero. What has it been like stepping away from the track? to be her supporter going through this crazy pandemic and the things that she has probably had to deal with. Yeah, it's tough. You know, she's, uh, luckily they're starting to slow down a little bit now, but, uh, over last summer it it was tough. She, you know, she was working a lot and, uh, and, you know, she's, she's such a great person. She's a great nurse. And, um, you know, it it was tough to watch her come home just, physically and emotionally drained and uh you know where normally she's supporting me through the racing deal it was my turn to to try and step up and support her the best i could so um i I did it the best i could i don't know how good of a job i did but she's still a nurse and she's actually worked the next three days so um i'm not sure if she's getting to listen to this right now hopefully she is but um we're really thankful for what she does and like you said it she really is a true hero so um just all the nurses and first responders and doctors out there, we're, we're really thankful for all of them. And I'm, I'm lucky, lucky enough to see it firsthand with her and, and was lucky enough to hopefully help her through some of that uh, during the pandemic last year and, and continued on to this year a little bit. Well, when you give the host and the co-host chills, um, you've, uh, you've, you've, you, you said a mouthful, and you really did there. Um, kudos to you for uh, being husband of the year on that. That is, uh, uh, we love our racing, and we understand the importance of it from providing and tracks and everything. But, my gosh, what she does is absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. And I think we have all, all have gained respect and respect for you uh, in supporting her. So, Cole, we appreciate you sharing that and uh, and, and just telling us a little bit about that. and slapping us around with some reality every once in a while with what life is like beyond, uh, beyond the racetracks. And, uh, that's good stuff. Uh, we wish you uh, well as you we're, what's kind of, uh, real quick before we, before we get out of here, uh, what's the game plan this year? Pretty similar staying home there and traveling around a little bit. What's the game plan? Yeah, we like to travel. Um, we'll stay pretty close to home and run most of the high paying shows. 
Um, I think we go to Atomic next week for a local show, and then uh, the Fast Series is back at Waynesfield, which uh, Shane Helms is doing a great job at promoting the Waynesfield Raceway Park this year, and he's one of our sponsors and a great friend of ours, so we'll go definitely support him. Um, I just seen they're back on the schedule for the 17th, I believe. So uh, that's the immediate future, and then we kind of take it day to day, and and we'll hit the races we want to run. And if uh, you know if we're down on equipment or down on luck or whatever it may be, we may set a weekend out. But um, we plan on being at the races somewhere, so that's the plan for now. That's a good plan as well. Uh, we wish you the best. Thanks for joining us, and uh, best of luck as you as you roll into and on throughout this 2021 season. All right. Thank you guys for having me on. Always always enjoy it. Always enjoyable, that's for sure. Cole Duncan. Um, if we titled that segment, it would be Keeping It Real. <laughs> keeping It Real with Racing, but Keeping It Real with Life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing stuff. Um, we need to step away. When we come back, oh, I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine Easter dinner around the Dietrich House. Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. High-quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking, and they're a longtime supporter of Sprint Cars, Sprint Car Racing, and Wing Nation. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage Fruit. Over 200 events from coast to coast, and they're celebrating 30 years of scattering soil. The American Sprint Car Series, the world's largest sprint car sanctioning body, and bringing more thrills with wing and even more non-wing action in 2021. 11 regional tours, the national tour. No matter where you are, we're coming to a track near you. Can be there. Get all the streaming fun with Racing Boys and FlowRacing.com, bringing all the adrenaline to your favorite streaming device. See the full lineup of events now at ASCSRacing.com. Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose-builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture multi-style single-stage cylinders as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. And it's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com. So you're in the Dietrich family. You're the older brother. You got a younger brother that runs his mouth all the time. And we love, no, we we love, we love yes. Billy's younger brother. So I'm not, I'm not talking about, I would say that, to, I would say that to Danny's face. Probably have. We've said it here on the show. Yeah. And uh, Danny's out there running full time being a superstar but the Saturday night before Easter, when the family may or may not have gathered, uh, that's the perfect time to whoop up on the younger brother. And Billy Dietrich did it. We went to, uh, we're going to the Dry Dean Hotline from the fabulous Lincoln Speedway. Billy Dietrich joins us. Hello, Billy. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Hey, what's up? We're just, we're just <laughs> hanging out, dude. Did you get, did you get a chance to brag on your younger brother or brag to your younger brother at all after Saturday night? Well, yeah, I, you know, I well, I point you to see my things, but you know, he he he's a superstar in his own mind. That's right, <laughs> exactly. We hear about it all the time. He's here every day, you know. So we we, we got to put that in the you know in perspective there a little bit. But no, it's all good. We had a good time. Uh, you know, he he tried to bust my balls a little bit, and tell me he could have passed me if he wanted to, but 
I looked at the video. It didn't look that close to me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the video didn't look like he had a chance. And I think I even heard him give a, a compliment afterwards. He said something about it in the restart. You hit your marks just like you needed to. I mean, sounds pretty nice to me. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a good it was a good race. It was a good day. Uh, we all, uh, you know, you know, you put the whole day together, the whole night, it worked out. And uh, the future, you know, the future race, we were good. Uh, really, uh, we encountered lap traffic, didn't really hold me up much. And then, uh, yeah, we had that caution with eight to go. And I was kind of surprised. I figured maybe Danny would be in second. You know, he started third, but, uh, you know, he wasn't. And then on the restart, I never – I did catch a glimpse of him one time. He, he got to my outside, but he never was uh, really close enough to challenge. So, it was a, it was a good – Good, good to win again. It's been a while for us, and you know, it's it's always good to win. Yeah, yeah. It's been uh, since uh, since 2016, your third career win at the fabulous Lincoln Speedway, Billy. I watched the video of that race, and sprint car drivers amaze me because sometimes we'll say, "Hey, look at Sheldon or Logan go, man, they're up there ripping the top," or "Look at Donnie down on the bottom." You had to do both every lap. What is your your mind? You're gonna you're gonna throw it hard into turn number three and, and bang the cushion, but you're gonna tiptoe through one and two. How how is that from a mental perspective doing that and knowing what you need to do on both ends of the spectrum? Um, it wasn't bad. I mean, it. In other words, we race there every week, so yeah. it's it, we kind of had a, a good idea of what to expect. And then uh, before the feature, I told the crew, I said, "Well, you know." We're probably going to run the bottom of one and two after it comes in, and it, it did. And then, of course, the top and three and four. Um, so, it, you know, the mental part of it wasn't too bad. I was just, I was just trying to keep it cool and, and not make any mistakes, and and uh, you know, just get to the end of the race. And you know, I, I'd led some races even last year. I, I led a race within a couple to go, and then you know, bumped into that cushion there, and then the third turn, and and the forty-eight got by me. So I didn't want that to happen again. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a tricky spot in that cushion. It looks like every race I watch at Lincoln, when the, the cushion gets up high, there's like, is it coming off of coming off of four? Is that where that is? Yeah, it kind of the track kind of transitions from from bank to more of a, a you know a shelf there, and mm-hmm. the kind of suck you you know suck you in you know towards the wall a little bit there if you're not careful. So. So well, I got to ask about the double pistols in Victory Lane. I like that. Well, what where'd that come from? Well, it came from my wife. She's uh, you know, we got we got married this 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 uh, off season, and uh, she came up with a nickname. She called me Wild Bill, and so we got some T-shirts with that on there. And then, you know, I just thought it was fitting. I jumped out of the car and threw some pistols up in there, you know, and uh, everybody liked it. It was fun, and a lot of people were cheering about it, you know. It, you know, I don't. We we race every week, do the same thing every week, the same track, and once in a while, I just like to change it up a little bit. So everybody got a good kick out of it, including myself. So, so wait a minute, <laughs> awesome Bill from Biglersville is now Wild Bill. Well, I'm 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 a man of many hats, there, Steve. You know, <laughs> so I, I, there's a lot of things I can do. I love the pistols. Yeah, I, I did too. That. I saw I the video. I was awesome. like, that's pretty cool. Gotta sell those t-shirts. Yeah. That's for sure. Gotta sell those t-shirts. Right. Yeah. Yep. B- Billy, um, 
when you had, and, and we know you and your brother are, 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 are chop busters, and we know you're also your biggest fans of each other. We get that. You're brothers. We understand that. Watching what Danny does, contrasting what you do, um, do, do, have you wanted to go run sprint car racing more? Are you, are you liking being a Saturday night superstar? What, how do you fit into that and watching and seeing what your brother does? Um, you know, I'm, we're, we're, um, I'm good with it really, you know, we're, yeah. we're, you know, we both have different, um, I will say, you know, I'm seven years older than Danny, you know, my, my family life started a lot sooner than his and, uh, I'm okay with, it. you know, he, he's definitely a race car driver, you know, going back years ago, we used to all three race me and my dad and then him and myself. And, you know, they were, they were some really good times, you know, I'd, I'd probably say, you know, they may, hell, they could be the best of times, you know, and Danny might tell you the same thing, you know, we all three racing and having a good time. And then, uh, you know, he, I, I kind of know my role and, uh, you know, one night a week for me, well, we're going to race a couple times this week, but really a Saturday night team is okay, you know, and uh, it, it, I have a lot more time here at, at our business and Danny goes and does his racing thing, which is fine. And you know, it all goes, works hand in hand. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't really have any desire to do any more than what we're doing. Um, you know, we enjoy watching Danny. You know, we love him. He's a he's a great guy. Yeah, sometimes he you know, he he gets his mouth where it don't belong, but we all you know enjoy some of that too from now and then. But uh, I'm I'm really happy with where I'm at. You know, we took a couple of years off and got some things situated. Like I said, you know, met my wife and then we got married and bought a house and then. You know, we said, well, let's let's go racing again. We were we were helping some other people, and yeah, it was okay. But then it was kind of like, ah, oh, you know, I missed sitting in the car and and the smell of the car, Aaron. I'm sure you can relate to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, people can, but you know, sitting in the car and then, you know, and and, and uh, all that stuff. So, you know, Ding is a hell of a race car driver, and uh, we're proud of him. And uh, I'm pretty satisfied, really, with with where I'm at in life with with, with racing and everything. So I got no. You know, no, no desire to really try and run, you know, eighty or ninety races a year. I, I kind of laugh, <laughs> <laughs> like being home, you yeah. know, and walking to the refrigerator. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm with you on that too. I like Man, that. I, I love that you guys support each other. You bust each other. Danny, we all know, has fans that either love him or, or maybe just the opposite. What was the reaction from some of the fans after you beat him on Saturday night? Oh, uh, it was all good. You know, it. It's, it's it's really cool because there are some people out there that are strictly Billy Dietrich fans, and you know and I don't judge. I mean, they have their reasons why they like forty eight, and I mean I can think of a lot of them, but uh, you know, but they're still fans of mine, and uh, you know, there's not you know, everybody was happy. I mean, a lot yeah. of people come up and send me messages. And, you know, I think uh, we we uh, have a lot of, a lot of fans that follow us now, and. We do a lot of stuff online, and a lot of people are just people are excited to see us win, you know. And uh, hopefully, we can you know, continue our our uh, uh, streak of good runs here and, and keep it going. So everybody has something to cheer for moving forward. For sure, one of the things that uh, you do, you mentioned running the business. Um, you guys work in the in the racing parts business. What what can you just describe? Your family business there in 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 Aspers, Pennsylvania. What you guys do with uh, with 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 
everything that you have going on there? Yeah. So basically, uh, you know, our, our dad started the business in 96, and he was always, uh, at that time, uh, strictly used sprint car parts, which is a huge market for it. And then uh, as the time progressed, and really uh, the, the change in time, uh, mainly the Internet and technology, you know, that kind of faded the used side of it because everybody's got the smartphones and they're, and they're selling stuff online. And then we uh, you know, we sell all new race car and all new sprint car parts. We sell maximum cars and, and all kinds of stuff here. And uh, basically it's a one-stop shop short of an engine. And uh, it's what me and it's what we do all week long. And we have a, a, a long list of clientele and uh, we, you know, we're, we're thankful for them. And, and uh and we get the race too, so it all, you know, it's all one big cycle. You know, we start out racing, then you, you know, you can't, you know, make a living racing. So then you gotta sell race car parts, and then, you know, it's 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 uh, really a good thing for us all, and uh, we enjoy it. Yeah, no, it sounds great. It really does. I know, uh, I know. I've talked to your brother at times, and uh, that 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 Monday morning, everyone's calling in to check in and see what's going on. That is a good thing, especially good. I'm sure this week for sure. Um, Billy, yeah. yeah, that's that's cool stuff. That really is, Billy. We appreciate the time joining us here on Wing Nation. Uh, we'll let you get back to it. Congratulations on. Uh, did, did you guys? Hey, did you guys have any Easter family plans on Sunday that you you did together? Oh yeah, we all showed up here and we had Easter lunch and you know we we talked about it and and everybody it was all good everybody had a good day and uh, yeah. yeah everything was good. I saw, <laughs> but, I saw uh, Danny hey, post Danny posted some pictures with the kids and everything. But well, you picked the yeah, right sa- no, the right sa- that's the right Saturday night to win though with a family dinner yeah, the next and day and on second yeah yeah no oh, yeah you're right yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Billy thanks so, for the time man we appreciate it congratulations and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. Yep, thanks. Keep it up, guys. I enjoy the show. Thank you. Billy Dietrich joining us here. Well, if we had a title for that segment, it could be Keeping It Real. When you think about, you know, yeah. different with Cole Duncan and with Billy Dietrich, but really just just understanding who you are, where you yep, are. You've life got life. And... You've got this. You've got that. Racing is a wonderful part of both lives, and um, it's good stuff. Yeah, a lot of family. Yes, a lot of family stuff here today on Wing Nation. Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as Lionel and Chase Authentics Apparel Distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sandbass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing and support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. And on orders over $20, use promo code MRN for free shipping. Check them out, CircleBDieCast.com. Sunoco is a proud partner of Wing Nation. Not all fuels are created equal, so fill up with Sunoco Ultratech. Sunoco Ultratech is a top-tier detergent gasoline that is proven to make your engine run cleaner, longer, and more efficiently. Using the same detergent package as what is blended into some of Sunoco's high-performance race fuels, you can trust Ultratech for your everyday race. Whether you're headed to the track or just hitting the road, fill up with Sunoco Ultratech and fuel your best. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum at one Sprint Car Place in Knoxville on the famed Marion County Fairgrounds, turn number two at Knoxville Raceway. Now, last week we had a weird week where we had no birthdays on the birthday calendar. We are making up for it this week. 
Andy Linden yesterday, uh, Linden yesterday. Tomorrow, the wild child, Jack Hardenshield, uh, Herman Church, Bobby Davis Jr. on Thursday, Frank Lockhart, Marshall Shorty Pritzburg, uh, Tom Marches, Johnny Thompson, Emmett Malloy all coming up later this week, uh, Pete DiPaolo's birthday today, and today, the birthday of the flying farmer, Tommy Hinnerschitz, which is just fun to say. I don't care yes. who you are. It's just fun to say that. But <laughs> Tommy was born on this day in 1912 in Olay, Pennsylvania. He is an inaugural class inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame, that in 1990. And when you are in the inaugural class of the Sprint Car Hall of Fame, that means you are something pretty special. Yes, yes indeed. May 21st, 1939. In Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, a racetrack opened next to an amusement park. That racetrack was known as the Williams Grove Speedway. And the very first guy to win a race there was Tommy uh, Hinnerschitz. Seven AAA um, American Auto Club uh, East Coast Sprint Car titles. Two USAC East Coast Championships. 103 wins in those two series. 39 track records. Tommy retired in 1960. Passed away in 1999. I love the... Sprint Car Museums that we have. We're talking about the Sprint Car Hall of Fame, but in uh, uh, Lynn Paxton's yep. place up there, they have Eastern Tommy's Garage. Yeah. yeah, they have the Eastern Motorsports thing. They have Tommy's Garage up And so uh, Tommy Hinnerschitz, one of the great names mm-hmm. and great people of the sport. Absolutely amazing. So celebrating at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, and they have the Greg Hodnett display going to continue on for this year. Features eight. Actual cars that Greg drove, plus Greg's testing and engineering equipment, uniforms, helmets, and other memorabilia, SprintCarHall.com, SprintCarHall.com. And I can't wait to get out there. I have two trips to Knoxville. so um, I'm, I do, too. Do you really? Yeah. Well, SRX trip to Knoxville. Oh, that's right. SRX. Because I got the trucks. Yeah, you got the SRX. Yep. Man, we are living right. <laughs> I know. I'm making up for a little bit of last year. I know. How thereof. about that? That is awesome. Hey, one of the things you hear me, and if you follow my social media, you know one of my clients is Circle B Diecast, okay? And one of the things I hear frequently is, when are we going to have some sprint car diecast? Survey says today. They just announced last night that we have 118th scale and some 164th scale sprint cars. Donnie Schatz, 2021 car, Tony Stewart, Brad Sweet, Jack Hodden Shields, Final countdown oh. car is being offered. James McFadden's car, Carson Macedo's. Okay. Some of them is just 118th. Some of them is 118th and 164th. You can go to www.circlebdiecast.com, type in the name, and order it up. They're pre-order now. I think we're looking at a September delivery on these cars is what we're looking at. Uh, I love my friends at uh, Circle B. I'm a, I've been consulting with them for years and years. Um, they've been sponsoring Wing Nation for years and years mm-hmm. with the idea of when we finally get sprint cars, we have the spot planned out on Wing Nation. Here we are today. Here we are. We have got it. And uh, here's the thing, okay? If your favorite race car driver is not offered, there's a way to get things offered. That's to buy what is offered. I mean, I'm just saying, if, if nobody buys these sprint yeah. cars... That's it. You're not going to see it. If people buy these sprint cars, then they're going to say, hey, this group worked out well. Who else can we do? Mm-hmm. That's and just I might be biased, but there's nothing cooler in the diecast world to me yeah, than a sprint car. Yeah, a sprint car. Working on, uh, this is the 118th scale. This is a specially made one of Kyle Larson's car. Um, we're working on getting some prototypes. If we can get a prototype or two, we'll bring them in and show them off a little bit. 
So, yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. So, appreciate that. And also good stuff, Aaron. We have racing tonight. I know. I like it. I am so fired up about this. It is the Posse Invades New Jersey. It is four-ton sprint cars. I think the Modifieds are on the car as well. The new Bridgeport Speedway, the downsized Bridgeport. That's a racy little joint. Oh, my gosh. So, tonight, sprint car racing, and it's on flow racing. Oh, I'm going to pop some popcorn. I'm going to, like Billy Dietrich said, make a trip to the refrigerator. I'm going to do that. I might have a cold, frosty beverage. And uh, we're going to watch the sprint cars at Bridgeport. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> what uh, what he said. Um, there we go. Flow Racing is where it is tonight. Uh, hey, uh, I can't wait for this Thursday's podcast. Dale Blaney. Mm. We're going to catch up with Dale, see what's going yeah. on in his life. Um, it's a different world. Yeah. Than being Always a, the jokester. I know. Being an umpteen-time, multi-time champion, winner, and everything else. Now being an official and a basketball coach and a dad and a grandfather. Uh-huh. Dale Blaney, a grandfather. Boy, I'll tell you what. Things you thought you would never, <laughs> ever think about. So we're going to talk to him. And then coming up this weekend on our television program, Ashley and I, Spent some time talking with Carson McCarr. Oh. We already recorded that. What a Newly great, married. Yes, newly married. Oh, yes, the wedding details. Yes, the McCarls and the Delanskys, yeah. the Hatfields and now McCoys. Now, that had to be a party. There, there had to be a party, that is for sure. <laughs> hey, we appreciate Cole Duncan and Billy Dietrich for joining us. More important, though, than all of that, thank you for joining us this week on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.